Training. And this is Randy's number one Andy, assault rifle of comedy, got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walk at a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hold on, it's probably not here, out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, keep the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Pop Pop, PD Romaine, top of the list, JL Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical and talking bullshit, might be just trying to help you get a nice pink young bitch, you have an opinion, let's hear it, do it proper, the world may suck, but I like it, I hold you, Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names, now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph, hit him with uh, the- hey! What's up? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Beauty's due. Three guys on. We're right back at you. Welcome back. Happy Thursday. You miss us? Two whole days. You miss us? We are trying to figure out a way how to put this Thursday episode behind a paywall. So we're telling and you how, how much that'll cost. Up front. We're trying to go. Two bucks a month? For about two bucks a month, 50, 50 cents an episode. We're trying to go. Yeah. We're trying to do that. I mean, we could we could do five. We could do five. Yeah. We could do fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, we could do twenty uh, bucks a month. Twenty. We could do ten. Get like a couple people, you know, here and there, dropping yeah. twenty bucks. Yeah, we are trying to do that. Um, we are trying to figure out a way to put this paywall. Like I said, put it behind a paywall on Thursday. Yeah, so. just trying to figure out the best way for us to do it. Just, a couple yeah, of just trying avenues. to figure out. Yeah, trying to figure out what's yeah. best. So say goodbye to free Thursday soon. Shh, you fuck boys. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no more free Thursday. Well, it's going to be a little while. As soon as yeah. Andy can figure out how to get it up. Well, yeah, we've got to just waste some options. Completely up and running. There's a few ways you can do and it. And we'll probably start at the beginning of a month because we gotta we got to work. But we definitely, sooner the better. Yeah, yeah. Concerned. Yeah. Sooner the better. So. Uh, In the meantime, you can don't just Don't be ready us. when we, don't be say we didn't tell you all. Yeah. You, you <laughs> can just do some tip jars stuff with it. You know, three guys on at uh, Gmail is how you tip us um, through PayPal. So, you know, if you want to just. Say, hey, guys, what if we tip you all this money and you don't have to go behind a paywall? Yeah. We'll be fine with that, you know? That's fine. You still get the Monday, you know? So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, so, you know, we hope you guys enjoy. We hope you guys will, you know, still come with us. Still come with us. We yeah. expect you to. We know you ain't going nowhere. We got y'all's asses. <laughs> <laughs> all the way, we went through the emails, so we don't really got any emails. And did you send out a... Did you send us out an email for the yeah. podcast? Did you? Yeah, oh, I did. I think I looked at it. Um, let me see if you. I was having issues sending emails today. Earlier, they were just showing us pending on my uh, on my phone. Yeah, you know what that but is. But I think that went through. Let me see again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you an email. Oh, hey, Syrian jets took off from the airbase hit by the U.S. Well, yeah, they mm. still got jets. Yeah. Uh, apparently these uh, thought we were supposed to be these, fixing it so they couldn't take off. These, uh, they didn't know what's supposed to be happening. The Tomahawk missiles. They they can't crater or runway they just yeah. knock down buildings so yeah. 
Just move to a different building with your jet. There's probably a lot of places in Syria to park a jet. I've never been there, but I'm guessing. I'm guessing there's a lot of just jet hangers, you know, out. Let's start with Levar Ball, because we didn't really get to Levar Ball, the uh, get to the outspoken, brash father of. Really get to Levar Ball of UCLA. He said UCLA was too slow to win the title with three white guys. LeVar Ball, the outspoken father of former UCLA guard Lonzo Ball, gave two reasons Thursday for why the Bruins were eliminated in the NCAA tournament. Lonzo was saddled by a hamstring injury, and some of his teammates who referred, he probably should just stop right there. Yeah. (laughs) What he should have said was nothing. Yeah. What he did say was he was saddled by a hamstring injury, and some of his teammates whom LeVar referred to as three white guys couldn't pick up the side. Pick up the slack. What slack? Uh, yeah. Oh, it was, uh, from from his injury. Okay, yeah. he was saddled by an injury, and the other guys didn't step up. Basically, realistically, you can't win no championship with three white guys because the foot speed is too slow. Okay. Yeah, talking about T.J. Leaf, Bryce Alford, and Thomas Walsh. I told Lonzo, one of these games you might need to go for thirty or forty points. You shouldn't have to tell him to go for thirty or forty. Well, he, mm-hmm. went for, he went for ten that game. He should just so, be going um, for thirty or forty. He went for ten. It turned out that that was the one game. The one game. Shouldn't you want to go for thirty to forty in every game possible? Well, can? Plus high assists, by yeah. the way. That should be yeah. another. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you don't want to hurt the team by taking too many shots. Yeah, that's a that's a problem. Or too many sometimes. assists. Mm-hmm. No one ever has too many assists. Except for Rajon Rondo. Lonzo Ball is likely a lottery pick in this. He's likely the number one or two. Two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's not act like he's not. Ball's filed public for the draft and was hired an agent after playing one season. He's a finalist for the John R. Wooden Award, which he won't be winning now. LeVar's son, middle son, LiAngelo, is set to play at UCL next season. His youngest, LaMelo, is committed. So he's going to be playing with a lot, of, a lot more white dudes. Well, that's the thing. You bash the three white guys, yeah. right? I don't know if they're all seniors or graduating or going pro. I know one of them is apparently going pro. Yeah. But now the other ball kid next year is going to be at UCLA mm-hmm. with these slow-footed white guys who his dad just bashed. Right. Mm-hmm. So are they going to like freeze out the new ball kid, like right. you know, not hang out with him? Fuck with him, shit in his shoes, Gilbert <laughs> Arena style. Might. This shit happens, man. Gilbert Arena shit in someone's shoes. Yeah, you know, and that was fun for him. That wasn't <laughs> yeah. that wasn't even like hazing. He just enjoyed that shit. So I, I mean, you're kind of setting up your next kid yeah. to have a harder road now because he's yep. going to that school with yep. maybe some of those slow-footed white guys. Yeah, and then a couple years after that, yeah. your other kid is going to beat UCLA. How did Lavar play himself? He played not well. Low-level college ball. Um, you know his numbers weren't great or anything. This makes went, a lot of sense then. What he pro. apparently is is a good coach. Really? Because his kid, yeah, he coaches kids. His kids are good. Okay. Apparently he he he's good at at although his his shooting fundamentals don't seem to be too good because mm-hmm. they have a weird they have weird shots. Yeah, weird, it goes weird, in though. Weird shot. Yeah, but let's think about basketball. As long as it gets in the hole. Well, this this sounds to me like the old dad that got only but so far his kids are going to be better than them. That's been kind of foreseen, and now he's got to have his little armchair. I think he's yeah. living vicariously. What, he needs I, to keep de- it to the barca lounger and the man cave. His kids. And by the way, if white people weren't slow, so slow-footed, he would have never like, caught his wife. Right, uh, he married a white woman, and yeah. she was slow-footed enough, <laughs> slow-footed. able to catch up to her, slow-footed, and kick his game to her. If she was, right. if she had yeah. more fast twitch, right, she might have said, "Oh, she, that's I'm, I'm going to go over she here now." Got away, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and his kids are half slow-foots, right, right. They're half white. The three, you know, his his kid uh, Lonzo, that's you know, was a ha- had a hamstring injury. Apparently, he scored ten points in the game that knocked right. him out of the tournament. Right. 
you know, he could have scored more, but he had the half a slow foot. Half going. a slow foot. You know, that so that does seem like an aberration for him. So he probably did have the hamstring injury. The coach 10, said, 10 I, "I'm not yeah, aware." Of the coach any said, "Yeah, coach, sorry, I didn't yeah. know anything about it." Yeah. But I could see him. I'm going to tell my dad, but I'm not going to tell my coach. I could see that kind of. This is what happens when you have a father like this, kind of floating mm-hmm. around your, your yeah, 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 your thing. I could see that happen. But then there's also the no excuses, man. Which yeah, people always do. Right. Like you know, if you're out there, you gotta you gotta. Well, people do that in boxing. People do that in boxing all the time. Yeah, football too. Well, hey, man, dad you did got, it to you him. Got knocked the fuck out, man. What happened? Look, I don't want to give any excuses, but right. <laughs> his right. dad said something along the lines of like, if you're in there in a fight and your eye gets popped out or whatever, here we go back to popping eyes like yeah. Monday's episode. But uh, you stay in the fight. Yeah, you yeah. don't leave. You don't run away like a bitch. Yeah. yeah, like a slow foot. So he probably yeah. told him, don't tell your coach. Just play right. through it. Right. It ain't serious. I've seen a bunch of hammies before. Yeah. He's a doctor, too, now. Yeah. You know? Hamstrings linger. <laughs> um, hamstrings linger. Yeah. <laughs> they, they linger. Your mama had a broke hamstring. That's, that's how, how I got, got her. her. <laughs> that's how I got her. Slow foot with a bad hamstring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I got her. But then Ryan Clark on ESPN pointed out that the guy Lonzo was guarding put the well, – he had a couple games where the guys he was don't show your whiteness, son. Putting up big numbers, <laughs> so you Basically. know, pick up slack on the defensive end. It's just that the problem with all this is, is that Lavar is just like, oh, he's a good quote guy. They'll have mm-hmm. him on, and Stephen A. Smith will yell at him, ha ha ha. But his kids now, he's yeah. talked shit about some professional players, professional players, yeah. And now his kids going to be in that league, right? Dealing with that shit. Yeah, you're, talking about be, Le, you're talking about LeBron. Well, you just saw it too that LeBron is going to just dominate the shit out of your kid. And he said, my kid's better than Steph Curry. Yeah. You know, like well-liked guys. Yeah. And now he's doing the same thing on the college level for his kids who are still in high school. Right. They're going to step into the situation where there's right. possibly hostility now. Unless they commiserate with their teammates, like guys, look, I, my father sucks. Like, just yeah, don't listen to him. Dad's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, just I, I gotta, I, you know, it's whatever. My so, dad's out of his fucking mind. So he's now, put, like you say, he's put his kids in this position. But I, when as soon as I read that, the first thing in my head, I sent the tweet out. The first spot in my head was like, "You about to learn today?" Because yeah. you did. It's, it's all been cued up to this. It ain't gonna yeah. be cute mm-hmm. no more. <laughs> well, because before this, he wasn't. He was bragging. He yeah, was saying my kid's better than this guy. I I can beat Michael Jordan and. Now he's throwing other people under the bus. Right. And right. if if there's some adversity at the pro level and he starts saying, oh, it would have been easier if uh, that power forward would have done his job. Right. That's just not going to fly. Right. And, and he's fucking up his kid's life. So I wonder if this is going to be, it's all fun and cute now, but I wonder if this is going to be like, like he has, like, a, like tennis coaches. It happens a lot with tennis coaches. Right. The overbearing father. Yeah. Who then the kid has to like divorce themselves from the father and say, "All right, I can't be around you anymore. You're fucking up my life." I wonder if he'll turn into that. If he'll just shut the fuck up, maybe it'll be fine. But is it every time the kid fails? Is he gonna blame? Is he gonna Donald Trump it? Yeah, and blame somebody. He may. Mm-hmm. Kid's gonna have failures. He's a he's gonna be a rookie after one year of college. Or maybe he'll just be like, uh, what's his name? The experiment, Todd Marinovich. Yeah, yeah, Marinovich, yeah. That, Divorce yourself with drugs. He's yeah. in that. He's in that special. The thing I was talking about on Monday's podcast, the the one about the fathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about then they they interviewed. Uh, they interviewed. They just followed three kids whose parents were very uh, fathers, very overbearing. And he's. They talked to him about it. Mm-hmm. He was at the end where it was him and that dude Peter Berg. It's Peter Berg who did this, yeah. and they were talking about it at the end. And he was like, "Yeah, my dad was. Fucking his dad crushed him." And then he did hit another kid. He was doing it too afterward. His dad, his dad, yeah. his, his dad destroyed him. 
Well, his dad was had he had him on like special diets, special diets, like special was, exercising. You know, he's gonna make, make to you coach, a pro quarterback. Listen to me and that kind of shit. And he was skilled enough that he was good in college and had talent to go. He would have been a, he would have been a solid pro if he, mm-hmm. if he fucked had in the head though. If he had a better better mentality. He would have mm-hmm. been a very solid. pro. Well, he had to turn he to drugs. The he had yeah. this guy in his house fucking up his life right you know he couldn't right. just breathe and so now he's living in a van down by the ocean yeah yep. instead of a river it's by the ocean, the yeah. ocean. yeah you know cali boy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but that can happen no man i mean you know rg3's father was considered a distraction well he fucked his kid because mm-hmm. he was always in the locker room and right. you know a pro locker room and your father right. comes in and acts as like a go-between between you and the right. coaching. Say, hey, uh, guys, coaches, come here. Robert doesn't want to run those plays. Right. Well, fuck that. You know. But it's even from before that. He fucked his kid probably all the way back to high school. Probably even before that. Robert Griffin's mentality is all wrong. Ugh. And that comes. That starts with his father and goes down from there. Right. And you see that's when you see that stuff happening, the father in the locker room and stuff like that, you see that, well, there's, here's where this mentality comes from. That's not to say that the coaching, I, I personally, the coaching staff fucked it up also. Right. Oh, there's, a, there's plenty there's of blame. There's blame to go right. everywhere with Robert Griffith's career, you know, but a big part, no one's, no one's looking at themselves going, I did this. That's another thing. Right. Well, no here's the thing. Well, don't they have, like, no family in the locker room policies? They should if they're smart. I think they mean – Wives, I think the, you your, don't want your, wives. Your kids room, right? can come yeah. running around in there. The problem with the Redskins in particular is that if you're Dan Snyder's buddy, yeah, you, uh-huh. you're above the law. So Dan Snyder and and Robert Griffin were like friends. So mm-hmm. RG three could do whatever he wanted. And in fact, he didn't. He could go over the coach's head and appeal to the owner. Yeah, like I don't like this playbook, and so rules get bent and broken. And he was a superstar for that one year, so mm-hmm. rules are bent for superstars anyway. But yeah, like Clinton Portis was Dan Snyder's buddy, so Clinton didn't want to practice in training camp. Yeah, so he didn't. Coach was like, "I'd like to see you get some reps, Clinton." He was like, "Oh yeah, hey Dan, this this uh, coach is talking shit." Shut that down. He didn't have to play. So sometimes it goes the other way. Like sometimes, like when people talk about how LeBron gets coaches fired and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I personally have a problem with that because LeBron's put his time in as, and if I'm LeBron James. I can't play for a guy that I know more than. Mm. I know more than David. I'm talking about David Blatt specifically now. Right. I know more than David Blatt. <laughs> you know. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play for you. You're not calling timeouts correctly and stuff like that. Where they fucked up with that was they went and got David Blatt first and then they got LeBron. Mm-hmm. You get Le- you get LeBron and you ask him, Who do you want to be your coach? We'll go pursue that person. Right. You don't you don't hire the coach and bring LeBron. That's not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work at all. Well, Magic Johnson got a coach fired. I right, mean, right. Know, I mean, happens. that's just if you're a certain type of player. RG three is not that player. <laughs> you know, you're a rookie. You ain't put no time in. You know, where you can you can paint Manning it and just wave people off. Like, nah, I got this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> sit down, coach. <laughs> you know, I, I got. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck like, coach trying to coach me. Yeah. Stupid you know, you just coach. Wave people off. You, Fuck you, boy. You, yeah. <laughs> you haven't reached that you haven't reached that level yet. Sit down, fuckboy. I'm Peyton Manning. <laughs> Takes time to get up to that. I'm Peyton Manning over I'm here. Tom Brady. You know. Right. Yeah, I eat vegetables, so Yeah, I yeah, I like Trump. What, what's it to you? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Clark was saying something about um about Kaepernick that I 
agreed to shit to me that I didn't like. It was the same shit. It was like, I don't, oh, it wasn't Kaepernick. It was Gronkowski. It was, does Gronkowski get covered? Like a black athlete. Like a black athlete. There was an article about that last Yeah, time. that's what they were talking about. They were talking yeah. about an athlete. Because he's partying, doing crazy, goofy shit. And Ryan, he's Clark at WrestleMania. Is, Ryan Clark's like, well, I don't, th- I don't think it's, I don't think, I mean, that's a small part of it, but I don't think that's it. Yeah. But you ask the other black guys, they're like, of course, of course he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So Gronkowski is, uh, he's always shirtless. He's always like chugging, uh, double fisting a beer, right. two beers. He shows up at WrestleMania. Right. He was giving people beers in a crowd. Yeah. Take, take a selfie, pouring beer into somebody's mouth. Was he at this last WrestleMania that I was just down in Orlando? I think he around? was. I think he, he was. showed up there. And then they'll they'll say, and you always hear brothers say, let that be a brother out there. Well, there's a, there's truth to that. <laughs> Fellas, we're in the wrong fucking business. That was 75,000 people at WrestleMania. Yeah. Chris Rock, 5,000. Get a job writing for them. You can rob writing for them, motherfuckers. We got to get into steroids. <laughs> 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 well, in Gronkowski, though, a few years ago when the Patriots lost the Super Bowl, he was out at a club party in that night. Yeah. After the game. That's They're like, wait a minute, shouldn't you be sad wow. right now? Shouldn't There's you be moping? Yeah, nothing like he broke his arm. He had a leg injury. He's like, no, you drink when you win. Yeah. You drink when you play. But he was, you know, again, it was like the optics thing. It was like, well, you shouldn't be out because they want the players to go and be sad for a while. Mm-hmm. Right? And and then when they're too sad, like Cam Newton, they don't like that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can't be too sad. <laughs> but they want players to mope around. And so if someone's out at the club, like, well, season's over, party time. Yeah. We just lost the Super Bowl. He got a little bit of criticism for that, but not as much probably as a, a yeah. black player. There are examples of brash black players sure terrell owens um yeah well they get hammered they get hammered and terrell he wasn't he was not out partying he was just a loud mouth outspoken his teammates tended to dislike him uh so they didn't have his back that much he burned bridges everywhere he went so that might be uh, gronkowski's teammates love him so that's part of it too richard sherman you know he never gets in anything off field. No, Mm-mm. but he they they'll go after him in a second. Yep. Yeah. Although he's he has, highly intelligent, he has crossed mm-hmm. over now to the the media likes yeah. him now. Yeah. They didn't like him for they a while. They didn't like him for a long time. Yeah. Though he he's said all lives matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. No, he was getting respect before that. Yeah. He was getting respect. It was just on the field stuff. All this trash talk. Are, are they gonna kneel? We're not gonna kneel. We're gonna stand for yeah. A show of <laughs> unity. Yeah. We'll lock arms. But who is? The thing is, when people say, well, is there a black player who's comparable, who parties a lot, like Gronkowski, no. that we can do a one-to-one <laughs> comparison to? No. And there's not, because that guy knows he can't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to test that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, well, he's a one-of-a-kind, Gronkowski. You can't even point to no. a black guy who does it. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows. It's not allowed. He knows yeah. I'm not allowed to do I got to keep my fucking job. You right. got to even have like a balanced black loss. It can't yeah. be 1999, but it also can't be, it's been seven hours <laughs> right. and right. 14 days. Or, right. you know, Johnny Manziel no. still possibly talked about can't getting get signed. Any, can't get in the NFL. Even though he won't. The fact, no. that he, the fact that anybody's even still talking about it. Right. <laughs> Tells and you he's a party guy. Everything you need to know about Go it. To there's Vegas. a chance that this guy could could get signed. He's mm-hmm. showing up on Instagram. People are like, is he supposed to be in rehab right now? Yeah. And he's like in Vegas, you know, partying. So there isn't. I don't. I can't think of a football player who has that rep. In basketball, Dennis Rodman had that rep. Basketball is far more liberal than football. But I can't think of like the party guy, black guy. No, there's not in the NFL. Not that celebrated. Like, no oh, fucking no, Beckham way. is is out is like brash and he got visible. hammered for going for going down to to Florida for yeah. going down to Florida. They hammered him. Him and the, the all the all those guys. Yeah, 
But he's not even like a out there partying all the time kind no, of guy. It's no, just, except for, except when Lena Dunham wants to put her ass. Yeah, in I hit it and even look at me. <laughs> he said, "What a whale!" In his mind, he said, "I'm a whale." <laughs> no, in your mind, your he mind said it in his that. mind because you think you're a whale. Yeah, in but, your mind, or you're afraid of being called a whale. Yeah, but yeah, I can't think of of an example where you can just say, "What about this guy?" I mean, yeah. there have been examples over the years. Dexter Manley in in DC was, but now Dexter's disgraced. Well, but Dexter was also uh, he came up. I mean, that was in the eighties. He was doing drugs. He was drinking. He was partying. He was illiterate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had legal issues with drugs, and he turned his life around. And he fell off. And he turned his life around again. Now he's, but he came up in DC when athletes were far more protected. By the media. media, he was a darling to the media. So mm-hmm. you know they they don't report. They didn't, Mickey Mantle was a yeah, hardcore alcoholic. They didn't report it. They report it. Mm-hmm. They report. They there was no shirtless pictures yeah. of Mickey Mantle double fisting beers and right. You know and and doing all that shit. So it's it was a different era. Dexter Manley was definitely out on the town. And there there's a lot of players over the years who have those stories. Well, let's say Cedo was just a wilder town back yeah, then. It was. Like, they used to come and hang out at the place where I bounced at, hung out, drank at the Dancing Crab up in Tenley Town. There yeah. were pictures all over the wall of Dexter, Sonny Jurgensen, Rigo, yeah. Stark, all of them. And they could go and do that there. And, and really, D.C. was so bad back in the day that that was like, Light right, anything normal, that yeah. athletes were mm-hmm. gonna do. It was considered still, hey, they're athletes, and we were winning. That's and, the yeah. other big yeah. point. They were, you know, they were huge, and that was. I mean, that era, fucking Marion Barry's limo would be spotted exactly. out at three a.m. Like, yeah. Why is the mayor's limo driving by at three in the morning? Because he's bitch, partying. Looking for a bitch to set him up. Yeah, he's double fisting beers, you know. So yeah. and other shit, shit too. But I can't think of a black player in the modern era. No that would even think about doing that for no. truth be told if i had to do life over again i'd be in my 20s in dc in the 90s or 80s i'm <laughs> 80s. not even kidding you probably would have been dead i probably would have or you've been running with kenny red yeah running with <laughs> kenny red what a pimp do <laughs> yeah you know yeah. what a pimp same do soup reheated. <laughs> same soup reheated you know what a pimp do <laughs> <laughs> think about think about gronk is that they say you know gronk is harmless i'm like well don't we always say what about the kids? What about the kids? Right. So is that the image you want to throw to the kids? Right. Shirtless, shirtless dude chugging double fist and chugging beers and uh, and I like the shit about with with Tom Brady with the jersey. I was like, oh, that's fun right there. That was yeah. a fun. That was a fun thing to do. Grab it and run. And Brady has to go and tackle him. And that's a fun thing to do. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that's not even comparable to some of the other shit he's done. The, what black athlete do you know that has a party boat? <laughs> Well, look at it. Imagine that. Yeah. You got a three-day party yeah. boat yeah. cruise. Nah. Yeah, come party with Gronk. Imagine that. Well, he's a he's a work hard, play hard guy. Apparently, he's the hardest worker on the team. Yeah. He practices harder than anyone. He plays harder. All that shit. And he's a great player. He's maybe a Hall of Famer already. Right. So, remember back in the '90s, you know Michael Jordan, who, you know, was the best player in the world, maybe ever playing the Knicks in the playoffs right. and like after a game he's like hey who wants to go to Atlantic City you know and staying out all night and going right. to Atlantic City and gambling and coming back and people tried to criticize him but right. he still scored 35 back scored 35 yeah. and, and still really, won you can't really say nothing and so they couldn't say anything with Gronkowski the production is still there and right. he still seems to prioritize football right, right. You know, but I feel with the black athletes, you they're going to say something faster than if they don't really say anything to Gronkowski. No, mm-hmm. and the black athlete would never even 
think to do have that. Have that many pictures of himself taken right, because right. Bef- it would have been cut off way before that. Right. With the black athlete, it's let's just go to a casino. With yeah. Rankowski, it's like, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to rent a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go out we're on the We're going to be seen. We're going to make gonna, a whole special yeah, batch. We're going like to go out to international waters where yeah. they can't do anything to us. When I partied <laughs> we're with- We're going to have cockfights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I partied with Lee Evans and all yeah. the guys from back at Wisconsin, back when he played for the Bills, yeah. we all went out to Atlantic City for a bachelor party. He paid for the whole fucking thing. Strippers, up in the apartment building we had a white driver that took us all around the bus <laughs> yeah. and it was a guy lee knew from a while back okay strippers brought down from brooklyn new york courtesy of the groom's brother or whatever but all paid for i think by lee yeah, yeah. a couple of bullet scars yeah bullet scars on strippers that's a good stripper right there she yeah. Got a scar. oh yeah she's gonna work oh, for yeah. that money oh no that <laughs> It, yeah, was, yeah. it was a it was a fantastic time, but I could say that you know we went to the casino and we had our like kind of section where Lee just paid. He just said, "Okay, they're like twelve hundred for bottle service. They give me two tables." And we were on like an island above this pool where all yeah, these yeah. people were dancing around, whatever, you know, free drinks. And then Lee just left us and went back to the tables and just kept gambling. Well, yeah. we all yeah. partied yeah. on his dime, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's if you black you black athlete, you do shit like that. Yeah, you make four million bucks. They're hey, gonna, they're gonna know, and they're gonna they're gonna talk about. Well, or it. it just it doesn't like a guy like Lee Evans. Let's say he does that all the time or did mm-hmm. that all the time. It wouldn't necessarily get publicized no. the way it like on Kelsey. It's like oh fun, it's so fun, right? You know, Lee Evans is like I just want to party with my friends and go gamble. Yeah, that's always there's no there's no like. Uh, he doesn't get a cultural icon status right. from just hanging out with his boys. Right. Oh, no. We you know? just kept it tame because, truth be told, we didn't want to get anybody Now you get cultural icon status as a black stuff. athlete. You have to be Mr. Religious. Yep. Or you have to be Mr. All Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they love you. Ray mm-hmm. Lewis. Ray Lewis, you know. Or Ray Lewis or even um, the cat who died who played for... Uh, play for the Eagles and then play for Green Bay. The oh, Reggie, Reggie White. White. Reggie White. Minister yeah. of Defense. You have to be Mr. <laughs> Mr. Religious, Mr. Nice Guy, because if you're not, it becomes uh, – very few of them are able to turn it back around. Michael Irvin, I think he he turned it all the way around. Yeah. Dion turned it all the way around. You know, but look at look at the way Irvin dresses. Not the glasses. Looks like a college professor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yoked up college professor. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and Dion has to – is it, well, Dion was just always a good talker. So, you have to turn it all the way around. But they were into some debauched, some debauched oh, shit. Oh fuck yeah. yeah! You know. Well, I I guess uh, an NFL sort of parallel would be the Minnesota party boat. Fred Smoot, who played for the Redskins mm-hmm. and then went to Minnesota, then came back to the Redskins, who is a good talker. Yeah. Um, I think he was instrumental in renting this party boat where they had like I think there was like sexual harassment claims on. It. They had a bunch of people, strippers, mm-hmm. whatever, and they got hammered for that. Like yeah. they, they, there was no talking your way out of that shit. It was like a bunch of players from the Vikings who went out on this boat. Again, I guess the Gronkowski thing, just get on a boat. And uh, it wasn't cute. It was like a scandal. I'm trying yeah. to, I don't know if, uh, if anyone got suspended for that. I don't remember, but I know Fred Smoot was party a, boat. Fred Smoot was a big part up. of that party boat. Minnesota Vikings party boat scandal. It's got its own Wikipedia entry. On October 6th. <laughs> of course it does. October 6th, 2005. So this is during the season. An alleged sex party occurred on Lake Minnetonka. 
Oh, got purified <laughs> in the waters. Purified in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> With 17 key members of the Minnesota Vikings football team, including quarterback Dante Culpepper, Fred Smoot, Moeldy Moore, Pat Williams, Bryant McKinney, Nate Burleson. A lot of these people are like uh, waiver wire week five yeah. fantasy football. Oh, yeah, Burleson saved my ass a couple times. Yeah, Moeldy Moore. Uh, uh, Ralph Brown, Jermaine Wiggins, Troy Williamson. Uh, who was a rookie at the time, Travis Taylor, Kevin Williams, Lance Johnstone, Mo Williams, and Willie Oxford. Two houseboats were rented, and some but not all of the players performed sexual Who's Moss act. on here? Was he gone to the Raiders by then? I just don't think he was on the boat. I don't know if he was on the Raiders, maybe. I don't know. I think he was still in Minnesota. But anyway, two houseboats were rented, and some but not all the players performed sexual acts in front of crew members. Prostitutes from Atlanta and Florida or flown in for the party in order to perform the sex acts. There were at least 90 people on the two boats, and Smoot later estimated that there were 100 women present. An anonymous former player of the Minnesota Vikings claimed that this is not the first time that such an incident happened. The scandal has sometimes been referred to as the love boat scandal uh, or as the Smoot boat scandal. (laughs) The love boat scandal. Allegedly, photographs were taken at the party showing people engaging in sexual intercourse. Four of the players were charged with misdemeanors related to the events. Uh, later commentators pointed to the scandalous key ev- key event in the history of the team, leading to firing of head coach Mike Tice, who was replaced by Brad Childress. Uh, here's the incident. A woman called police around 9.20 p.m. on October 6th to report that approximately, quote, seven black men had urinated in her yard after exiting a big shuttle bus limousine, according to the transcript. The woman later mentioned the men were sitting at Al and Alma, the name of the charter cruise company, uh, the Vikings players were later alleged to have used for the party. So if they didn't piss in her yard, they would have got away with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can't piss seven deep. <laughs> <laughs> probably shouldn't do that. I mean, that's probably they were probably drunk, so maybe they weren't thinking straight. But someone has to be the adult here and say, "Look, one at a time." Um, yeah, seven Dexter St. Jocks out on the fucking yard. Stephen all out. Stephen Doyle, attorney for the charter company, said some of these sex acts alleged by witnesses to have taken place during the party included masturbation, oral sex, okay. anal sex, okay. woman on man, okay. woman on woman, okay. man on man, Interesting. toys, double penetration, middle of the floor, middle of the couches, middle of the room. Oh, they went all out. It's just straight um, up orgy is what it sounds like. Yeah, but with like 100 women and like 17 dudes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cleaning crew, well, if you're 17 dudes and 100 women, you don't need any man-on-man action. They just, mm-hmm. There's plenty to go around. Yeah. So you want no, it, man. No, man. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what you planned on. Yep. You didn't even. <laughs> there's no, we got caught up in the moment. Yeah. Someone's like, wait a minute. I thought there were 17 dudes for 100 women. Now there's like 12 dudes. Where'd the other five dudes go? Oh, man, on man action. Oh, that's yeah. right. Well, that's what they like. <laughs> uh, the cleaning crew reported finding used condoms, KY jelly, handy wipes. Be for your man on man right there, the KY. Yeah. <laughs> handy wipes, wrappers for sex toys and said it was just incredible how it was left. Never in the history of this group of people have they ever had anything like this. Uh, According to Doyle, there were no drugs and no minors on the two boats, and that not every Vikings player aboard acted inappropriately. Some dudes were just checking out the view. They were doing King of the World on the front of the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how big's the boat? That's the other thing. It's like sometimes they'll take them in different rooms yeah. and shit like that, and you don't know what's going on in there. And it's not like you're going to go in and be like, yo, what the fuck's going on? You know, you know kind of yeah. what's going on, but you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 you're just or like, does you know the what? stripper run out of the room 
and I say, bet. "Oh my God," or did she say later, "Oh, I've been violated," or something? I don't think like anyone. That. I don't think any, anyone said they were violated, though. I don't know. The woman. The, the scandal was just that they did a sex party with prostitutes. I, I the woman who called police was just mad that seven black men were pissing in her yard. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, you know, if, if, if I look at my window and there's seven black dudes pissing, I would probably call the police, too. <laughs> but I, I would just say seven dudes. I don't know that they would change. Well, you wouldn't were. You wouldn't call the police because you know that if they come, these motherfuckers might get killed over some pissing. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. you wouldn't I call would, the police. I would not call You'd the probably, police. Andy would just go out there with a hose. Guys? Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Get yeah. out of here. Get on. Yeah. Go on and get. Get on here. Get yeah. on and get. Yeah. Oh, hey, wait. Oh, can I get your autograph? Just hose them down. We used to have. Get on out here. Hey, don't yeah. you play for the Redskins? Next to where I live in Georgetown, we used to have this family that owned this fucking <laughs> huge townhouse like ours. Yeah. You know, and. There'd be kids living there that went to school there. They're kids, and they'd yeah. sometimes rent it out when they weren't there or whatever. They graduated, and these kids would be tearing the walls down at 3 in the morning and shit like that. And my old man would be like, what the fuck is going on, these bastards, you know? So I'd say, all right, don't call the police. Let me handle it. So then I'd go over there and say, yo, check it. There's an 80-year-old man living next door, and it ain't me, but... I'm getting annoyed with it too. Yeah. When I partied back in the day, we didn't do it in a fucking Jerry Ward. You know, <laughs> pick some other place to do your shit. Right. Or we'll call three one one, the non-criminal police, and then they can talk to y'all. And they'd be like, "No, no, sorry, sorry." And then they'd apologize, and then they'd calm the fuck down. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm for just going out with a hose. Hey, yeah. Get on out of here. <laughs> yeah. Get, yeah. Spray Don't down get. The, with a cold hose. Yeah. You like his mayonnaise? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, get. Your daddy was a hoe chaser. Go on, get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Viking scandal, Fred Smoot was the alleged ringleader of the entire operation. He is said to have been the one who hired the, the boats for the cruise on Lake Minnetonka. Smoot's agent has dismissed these claims. Smoot, however, has not denied that he was on the boat that night. Smoot allegedly had a double-headed dildo and ins- inserted it into the vaginas of two women. Well, that's... I don't that's, doubt that. He what? used it as, as advertised. Here's the thing that... <laughs> People That's don't know what they're yeah. about stripper parties. <laughs> when strippers go into situations like that, especially with high-paying clientele right. like fucking football player, yeah. they become prostitutes <laughs> yeah. right. a lot of times. When you see, even if you just see, all right, think about this as a stripper. You go to a club every night. You see these normal limp dick guys going around with a roll of like 21s and they're just sitting there popcorn at some point you'll be able to pay for this type of this type of insight people yeah (laughs) you get put into a situation where you got football players you know they're there you're going in they got big bank accounts just look at the floor and see how many ones are getting recycled around yeah yeah. you know what other kind of denominations are in the back pockets of these guys <laughs> so then when they start talking about hey did you bring toys and you the strippers brought toys you brought whipped cream you brought fucking whatever you did or whatever and mm-hmm. you got rooms yeah. and you want to make 1500 with thousands of bucks you might become a prostitute it's not far-fetched right. and it's probably not your first rodeo yeah, yeah. I think yeah. this was an overblown alarmist thing that got. It was well, stupid like to piss said, on the it was lawn. The pissing on the lawn. That's, what, the that's lawn what started the domino. Dumb. That's what that, started but the that's, domino. That's the line that was crossed. Yeah. yeah. Manipulating a dildo with two women doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Yeah, that just um, makes the story fun. This is. But that's just. By listen fun, to I the responses yeah. of these players on that same <laughs> well, site. You got what, that up, right? Here's what Bryant McKinney. Uh, they go through a few players on Wikipedia on what they did. Bryant McKinney, who was a uh, lineman. Mount McKinney. McKinney allegedly picked up a naked woman, 
placed her on the bar, and performed cunnilingus on her in front of the crew and other guests. Sounds about right. First of all, she was already naked in front of the crew and other guests. Yeah. He, he picked up a naked woman yeah. who had become naked prior to that. <laughs> in a, and he performed cunnilingus on her in front of the crew and other guests. In a June 2013 Reddit Ask Me Anything form, Fred Smoot referred to this act as, quote, running through the okra patch. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's interesting. I've never heard it. Said. <laughs> Is that because it's slimy? Do you have to cook the slime off? I gu- running through the oak? I guess so. Later that evening, McKinney and three other men. Wow, he is country. <laughs> He's very country. <laughs> he has a thick accent. Country as hell. McKinney and the three other men were spotted sitting in deck chairs receiving that Felicio. I'm going to bust up that shiffero. I'm going to bust up that shiffero. Get about them greens. <laughs> country is hell this was the issue by the way like, cook up some mustards <laughs> he bikini and three other players receiving fellatio from four women who were observed by the crew in a public area of the boat it's just in front of everyone yeah what's well, an orgy they and they yeah. were all laughing watching it i guarantee well, it's an orgy yep and it this was is an orgy this is before everyone had a camera in their pocket right this is oh five which is a different era, even though it was only 12 years right. ago. Now, right. who's Ziggy Wilf at the bottom of owner. this? Oh, okay. Owner. Yeah. Lack of discipline will no longer be tolerated at any level. The events of the past week are unacceptable. If there was any sense <laughs> that we would look the other way regarding this type of behavior, I want to make it extremely clear that this behavior will never be tolerated again. And why the fuck didn't they invite me? Your Ziggy Wilf impression sounds like he's trying to talk while running through an ochre pad. It sounds like that. I'm a little busy over here. I'm not going to talk hard. Why did they invite me? I have come, boys. I would have been there. Just don't put the pictures on Instagram. I have a yacht. I don't care if you fuck them. I have a yacht we can use. I bet they don't were, bring them to the games. There were buckets of Viagra at that <laughs> oh, fucking party. Just you know, I mean, that's you know, but that was a scandal. Gronkowski wouldn't hasn't gone that far. You gotta play. You gotta plan. We so, as far so as we, we know, know yeah. I know he has. Well, as far as we know, but to get scandal, they, he hasn't had a scandal. If they don't pee on that lawn, yep. <laughs> we don't even know about Look, this. Because the people on the boat weren't gonna say shit. Yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> unless they're touting that God-fearing line, like in the locker room, outside the locker room, in the classroom, because I've known football players at Wisconsin who were like that. Yeah. And even they were usually reformed. They were the dudes getting head all the time, whatever. And then they had a moment or whatever, and then they said, okay, now I'm turning it to Jesus, and then they got all the positive press and write-ups. All them dudes go on those parties. They go to Panama Beach for spring break, and that's what happens. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. They're gladiator tanks. This is not like I don't understand why people look to the NFL for morals. Right. Yeah. By the way, this is this is not the type of thing I have a problem with. I have a problem with when you're forcing people to do shit. Right. I have a serious problem with right. that. Yeah, yeah. You're you're uh, drinking and driving, which they're not doing. Yeah. You're beating on women, not doing that here. Yeah. Forcing people to do stuff, not doing. I would even have a problem if they weren't paying the people. The agreed upon amounts of money. Right. I would have a problem right. with that. But this just sounds like some some good old fashioned debauchery. You know what? <laughs> and if you know and that they fucked up by peeing on the lawn. Yeah, well they're yeah. running through okra patches. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, allegedly you know. they're running through some carrot patches too, because there's yeah, a man okay. on man. Yeah, so I mean on. look if you got you feel like you gotta go out on on the waters of Lake Minnetonka to do yeah. that because you can't do it anyplace else right. and no one's gonna bother you, then yeah. go do that there you shit. Go. So but yeah, the 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 what the it's always that one little flashpoint. The woman calls nine one one. Quote: Hey, seven. She counted seven yeah. black men. Yeah, not several. <laughs> no, seven. Seven black men are, are urinating on my lawn right now simultaneously, and that's it. Blew it all wide open. 
So I guess that's you got to have more discretion. And I think the people on the crew were just hoping, shit, next time they, I'm going to bring some shoulder pads and act like I'm a player. <laughs> I'm going to hop in on this. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have a football in my hand the whole time. Yeah. These prostitutes don't know. They don't know NFL players. They don't look know. Like. <laughs> I'll just tell them I'm the kicker. You know? Let me tell you something, too, because I don't look like I'm a fucking football player compared to all the dudes I was partying with. And when I was with all those strippers and them, yep. they were coming up to me saying, hey, honey, you know, like uh, – do you want a little something extra? And I pulled the old lie because I didn't want nothing. I'd be like, oh, no, I got a lady back home. They're like, oh, you, the lady ain't here, though. You know, they want their fucking hundreds wherever they get them. Yeah. Yep. I can do this thing. You're the agent. I'm their agent. It's my client over there. Yeah, it's my client <laughs> over there. Yeah. So I'm a high roller. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let me just say, because I feel like it is my sort of professional duty to say this is not behavior that's going to enhance anybody's development. Yeah. yeah, but people lapse from that sort of shit all the time, and it's their decision at some level. This is not like, oh yeah, this can never be happening or whatever, or the entire world just should stop. Yeah, because we've regressed so much. No, yeah. this always goes on. It's just, it's not the best thing for anybody involved, but it's not gonna kill anybody. Right. You know, you're young. You know, do you experiment? Yeah. You guys want to talk about Kendall Jenner? Yeah. Because we got time yeah, for that's probably just that. about yeah. over, but um, when I first saw the story, the first thing I went in for, you set up the story. Kendall Jenner, uh, who I actually, before this, I wouldn't be able to pick her out of a lineup. I'm completely in the dark on the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, uh, I know Kim Kardashian. I know who the other ones are by name. You know I the Kardashians. You don't know the Jenners. I don't know their, I don't know what their faces look like. Yeah. You know, so... But I guess she's famous enough to star in a Pepsi ad these days. I, she's, I don't know, Instagram famous. So there was a commercial. It was a fucking two and a half minute long commercial. I don't know where it was going to air, but the commercial has uh, a bunch of protesters walking down the street, you know, with signs, vague signs about, I think one said, join the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple peace signs, this and that. And there's a guy, a guy playing cello they keep cutting to. And there's a woman, Middle Eastern woman, in like a hijab, is looking over photographs. She's a photographer, and she's frustrated by, I guess, having taken subpar pictures. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to Kendall Jenner, who's just doing a photo shoot because she's a model. Right. And the protest is walking by, and the cello guy gets looks out the window. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. And he goes out, and then they show the cello guy in the protest. He's got his cello on his back in its case. Yeah, he could have just left the cello at you home. You should probably leave that. Why'd you bring the cello? Who who just says it is? You know what this protest needs? Cello. Cello. I'm gonna. I got a cello. He brings his cello with him, and at some point in the, in the commercial, he's now got his cello out, and he's playing with someone else <laughs> who has a different instrument. He just whips out a cello. No one's ever whipped out a cello. So then the Muslim woman who's just balling up her. Her little proof sheets of her pictures. She looks out the window and says, "Ah, oh, hey, it's something that inspired me taking pictures." So she's out there, and they're walking by Kendall Jenner's little protest. And then the cello guy just makes eye contact with her and gives her a head nod, like, "Hey, Kendall, yeah, get over here, yeah, I got a cello." And she's like, "Okay, <laughs> that's a is that a cello in your pocket?" Or so she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that." And so yeah. she rips off her wig. She's wearing a wig, and she, I guess kind of like takes her makeup off rubs it off on her arm and she changes clothes they don't show her change clothes but now she's in the protest 
Mm-hmm. There's people dancing. There's people playing instruments. It's a, it's a party. And then there's a line of cops, not dressed in riot gear, just just like bicycle cops, just like the short sleeves and shit. There's just a line of cops and uh, no tear gas, no uh, no armored vehicles. She, gra- she grabs a Pepsi. Someone gives her a Pepsi, and she's like, oh, I got it. I know what I'm going to do. She goes over to the cop, hands him a Pepsi. Mm-hmm. He opens it, drinks it, and gets a big smile on his face. And then the protesters erupt <laughs> like the cop smiled. That's all that happened. They didn't disperse. Yeah. Yeah. They're still there. They're still saying you can't come over wherever, whatever line you can't cross. He's just not thirsty anymore. And that's the end of the commercial. Then it's like, you know, it's a fucking Mentos commercial. Is what yeah, it is. yeah, the fresh maker. <laughs> that's really all that's going on in that commercial. It's like, uh, if she would have held up Mentos, the commercial would have made perfect sense. Yeah. It should have been a cross-promotion thing. Because <laughs> it would be like goofy and silly. Like Mentos was always solving sh- silly problems mm-hmm. with a fucking piece of candy. Frisk goes better and with then, Mentos. Uh, naturally, Twitter got a hold of it, and that was the end. Yeah, it got... Destroyed. Ooh, but the but the uh, the tweets. There's one. Uh, Bernie's King. If only Daddy would have known about the power of Pepsi. There's her dad, Dr. Martin Luther King, being arrested by yeah. the cops. Yeah. Here's one. Uh, Kendall, please give him a Pepsi. Is a brother about to get hit with a nice stick? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, this is the best one though. The 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 vintage. Um, Malcolm Vintage, uh, what's the date? Uh, my album title, uh, Vintage, is going to be out April 25th. April 25th. Uh, pre-sale on iTunes <laughs> April 18th. The Vintage Malcolm X with the with the machine gun when the cops come and you only got Coca-Cola. Yeah, that was Ira's joint. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> yeah. I love that, that one. That is hilarious. They were they were fantastic. Um, my only comment was real cops drink Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I thought of it and I was fuck like, fuck boy. I thought of this line. <laughs> Fucking fuck boy. I was like, someone has to have done a Dr. Pepper spray joke. And uh, I went to Twitter and typed in Dr. Pepper spray, and a million people had beat me to it. Yeah. I was like, that's because sometimes when you think of something that's too perfect, too yeah. cute. Yeah. Like, let me so, check. Somebody's got let me it. check. And yeah, everyone had done a Dr. Pepper spray. The only spray one joke. I got off that time was about the, the horse names and me and uh, uh, Thoroughbred. Thoroughbred. Yeah, thoroughbred yeah. Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. We got the, hey, that thing in the room. You help me with that one, yeah. Thoroughbred Marshall. We got that one off. <laughs> we got Sometimes. that one off quick. Sometimes I'll think of one. I'll be like, ah, it's too late. It's yeah. been four and a half minutes. It's too late. A million people have thought of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they, so I uh, was, I, I was like, well, obviously, the I made some jokes on online and. And black folks are naturally pissed off because, you know, you're all the protests that are going on right now, people are being killed, beat on, tased, thing, Pepsi, yeah. white girl, really? Girl. The yeah. optics of that, you guys didn't even see the optics of it. This is I've said this before. This is what happens when you don't have anybody black in the writer's room to yeah. go, hey, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't do that. Not only somebody black in the writer's room, but somebody who they're not, who's not going to be overridden by whiteness, mm-hmm. you know, like what happened to the cat that used to write for The Daily Show when he stood up and was like, you probably don't want to do that, John Stewart. I am not a racist. I yeah. didn't say Wyatt that. Sinek. I said that this is the reason why you brought me here was so that I could tell you when these things were happening. And I'm telling you, well, this is not all right, fuck boy. <laughs> okay. The thing, too, Pepsi <laughs> at first was like they were defending it. Yeah. Because, well, they probably spent a lot of money yeah. I, I try to defend it and get out ahead but it's a two minute commercial yeah it's yeah. like 240 I think and so Pepsi was like no 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 like we're just trying it's a message of peace here's uh, Pepsi at first defended the commercial depicting quote various groups of people embracing a spontaneous moment to live life unbounded unfiltered and uninhibited um, 
And in the commercial, mm-hmm. by the way, like when Kendall Jenner walks up to the cop, the Muslim photographer was like, oh, this is a great moment. And then she turns her camera to them like, yeah, I got yeah. a great picture out of this. Uh, on Wednesday, Pepsi reversed course, announcing it was pulling the ad and putting a stop to the campaign. Pepsi was trying to protect, project a global message of unity, peace, and understanding, the company said. Clearly, we missed the mark, and we apologize. We did not intend to make light of any serious issue. We are removing the content and halting any further rollout. I want to see what the other treatments were. Yeah, yeah, it was going to be worse. Uh, it was going to be like like them going to a KKK rally and <laughs> handing out <laughs> right. Pepsis and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hand out a Pepsi and then the candle the the car the cross just goes out solving all the world <laughs> issues. You know what I mean? Just uh, Pepsi and then the cross just the cross just goes out. Yeah, the some, cross goes out. Some you know? kid is dying because of a chemical <laughs> weapon exposure. Right, and they're, they're Pepsi. pouring Pepsi just, on him. Yeah, dumping yeah. Pepsi you on know, him. And he just comes <laughs> back to life. They go to yeah. the, they go to they hand a Palestinian and Israeli a Pepsi and they're like, oh, we can yay. We yeah. can pour Pepsi on an amputee's limb He's grows like, back. Just grows back. Just, just <laughs> grows right back. You know, <laughs> could give a Pepsi to Kaepernick and all of a sudden, you know. He, sit, he stands up. He stands up and yeah. salutes the flag. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, all, of these, all of these ideas, by the way, require the Mentos at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fucking Mentos commercial. That's all this commercial was, was a dressed up Mentos commercial. And the guy who made the commercial was like, guys, I wasn't talking about uh, Black Lives Matter. This was like kind of a reimagining of the Vietnam protests where the the girl with the flower mm. walked up to a bunch of cops. Mm. But even that, the fucking Kent State, people got shot. People like, got shot and killed. Yeah, why don't you talk about that shit? <laughs> people got shot and killed. It's not a place to sell soda. <laughs> you motherfucker. People yeah. got shot and killed. Or maybe have one of like the police force at the Kaepernick game around the end zone, hand them each a Pepsi, yeah. and then have Colin go, well, that's great, guys, but who are the chefs? <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. You remember that old ad, that Snickers yeah, yeah. joint? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just so incredibly toned. And then they apologized to Kendall. We're so sorry for to putting Kendall. her in that position. I was like, well, you're not gonna blame her, her mom slash pimp for putting her into this commercial <laughs> and being like, are you sure you want to run with this? Hey, this is Kendall Jenner's mom. You Do know. you want a, a nice, pretty young bitch? Yeah, for your commercial. <laughs> so I put that I put that tweet out, and um, Max tweeted at me because Max is one of these dudes. He likes to. Um, and I know we're not bleeping his name out. I don't give a shit. Max, it's, it's public. You comic? Can, yeah. Okay. Max uh, Rosenblum. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's public. You can see it. Yeah, we know Max. So yeah, on yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. Where okay. he comes, I mean, he was like, "Well, what about the what about all the extras in 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 the thing? Are they to blame too?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't put it." Yeah. But then turns out the shit was shot in Thailand. This is how they knew it was fucked up. They <laughs> shot the shit in Thailand and used all Thai extras. Mm. People who have no concept of any of the struggles of what's going what's on in going this country on. because they're more worried about having to not eat a cat or dog. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, they take it over there and they do it. They don't know what the fuck's happening in this country. No. That's how you know it was fucked up. They took it over there to do it. And the extras, too, in general, you shouldn't look to them to be the leaders of anything. Right. They yeah. are struggling actors and they're extras work is ex- exploitation you get a few bucks they need to right. pay their rent like you can't you can't ask them to be right out in front kendall jenner got paid a ton of money for that commercial right and let me say that's done at the levels of the democratic party too where i'm not happy about it where like 
I remember working as a field organizer in big cities, and they would have me go to like the black community because they'd be like, "Oh, Peter, you can get along with <laughs> you like rap this or that." So I was driving an Escalade around, paid for by them with like twenty black people. They paid like seven bucks an hour. This <laughs> is back in two thousand six to go around and canvas. Yeah, and then at a certain hour, they're like, "Yo, Petey, man, like." we don't want to go up on these stoops. And I'd be like, why not? They'd be like, oh, these are trap houses over here, there, whatever. And I'd say like, oh, really? And they'd say, yeah. And like, well, they wanted me to take you all around the 10. You're sure these are, yeah, man, they're like, these motherfuckers don't even vote. Like, they're like straight. And I was like, all right, we don't mm-hmm. have to go. And then the boss yelled at me and I was like, hey, fuck you, man. You know, yeah. I'm not going to put people in danger for this bullshit. Right. And took them back. But they do that shit. Even, Someone has know, to stand up. Yeah. But you can't say the guy, you know, extra number seven. Yeah. Right. You can, he I'm might have convictions and, and ideals and morals, but, you know, he's not the guy. Yeah. Right. He's not going to shine a light on this. No, no, no. You no. know, what's odd is like, I would say that I'm the one with strong convictions in this conversation. Let's say it like that. Yeah. I'm the one with strong convictions, and yet I'm the one who's able to see the shades of gray. You who don't give a fuck about this just want to throw these things up as to prove some kind of smart, smart alecky point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That shit like that bothers me. It's like you don't have any real conviction in this. You just want to have some sort of smart. Well, what about this? Well, yeah. What about it? Yeah. I've I've thought the shit through. I've mm. always thought I've always thought the shit through, you know. And like Andy says, you can't you can't go after some fucking kid who's trying to get ahead who probably doesn't know anything about what's actually happening in this ad. Yeah, right. Until the shit is even. But if you're Kendall Jenner, you you know where the ad goes and where it ends because mm. you're the she star exactly. of the yeah. ad. Well, she <laughs> and and they'll and they kind of trotted out the. Um, like shout out to Chris Lambert. She's just a kid. Yeah, they were trotting that out there with her. She's yeah. like twenty apparently. Yeah, I which she is was... a kid. Which again, I put the shit on her manager, pimp. Yeah, <laughs> manager yeah. slash pimp. Of oh, we'll put her in this. This will be good for her. Right. You well, know? and and the broader thing is like, at any point, did anyone think is this going to sell Pepsi? Like, even if they had the right tone. Somehow inserting Pepsi into some. I'll tell you what did happen. The next day, a guy was arguing with city council in Seattle, and he walked in with two Pepsis and put them on a table, uh, and they work. arrested his ass. <laughs> <laughs> didn't I work. Po- I posted that. I said, "Oh shit, dummy! You should have. You know you can't. You ain't a white girl. Yeah. You know you that shit ain't gonna work for you. Yeah. You need some. You need some of the alcohol in it. <laughs> you know that shit ain't gonna work for you. You like you didn't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> shit ain't gonna work. You know, just the the smart alecky of people." Just who can't see the forest for the trees, or or who refuse to say that she could possibly be wrong, and we're wrong for being upset. And also, there may have been plenty of extras who quit. Yeah, you know the mm-hmm. ones who stayed. We don't know their situations, so it can't say. Yeah. we don't know the all the circumstances behind right that whole scene, but it's just the whole the whole idea of that commercial. Yeah. Like where. This is like the, the capitalism bullshit. Of this is like you know Bill Burr joked about. Steve Jobs having commercials with like Martin Luther King's face goes by and then Gandhi and then me, you know, yeah. like Steve mm-hmm. Jobs, like think different. Like, come on, what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Like, that's not, there's nothing similar. Yeah, things. nothing similar You're to you. You're just trying to capitalize. You're just right. trying to make, monetize this thing. Yeah, on these great people. Oh, what are the kids into? Protests? Cool. Let's put our logo on protests 
and they'll associate protesting with Pepsi. And when they go out and risk their safety, yeah, they'll buy our product because it's like this is a Pepsi thing. And their careers, mm-hmm. you know, Colin Kaepernick yeah. is he's put his career on the line for an ideal that he believes in that I agree with. But an he might ideal think that he believes in. So now I'm supposed to drink Pepsi too. Well, no, but he <laughs> might. All those kids out there, they might think, you know, I'm kind of wanting a Pepsi right now. Yeah, kind of like when I when I used to play basketball, I'd be like. I'd be like, I need a Gatorade yeah. because I see the commercials of Michael Jordan drink Gatorade. Yeah, that's what I associate with basketball. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna let me go. I'm gonna make a stop lemon run, get us a few Gatorades, and go, I'll be back. Who wants what? Who wants one? So they want that. They want associations with protests because yeah. the kids are into that these days. Right. And they just see it, they're turning it into a dollar sign. They're not right. turning it into a cause Calls. or anything. It's just how do we make dollars out of this? That's why whenever there's like a big tragedy or whatever. You know, there's fluctuations in the stock market. Someone's like, "Oh, two thousand people died. Um, I got to sell this stock, mm-hmm. or I got to buy this stock." It's because money is, is on people's minds. How can I capitalize on this? Mm-hmm. How can I make money? So, all that shit is just Pepsi going cynically. Uh, dollars can be made from these protests mm-hmm. where people are being tear gassed sometimes and roughed up, and they get an arrest record and they get a mugshot, which affects their future employment. But dollars can be made. You know, the bottled water industry has been controlling this for too long. You know, let's get Pepsi in (laughs) there. Yeah. I've got to be honest, though. I felt a sigh of relief that it wasn't Coke, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit. Everybody (laughs) likes Coke. Coke. Uh, Yeah. Everybody likes Coke. Pepsi. I've never been a fan. (laughs) I don't really fuck with Pepsi much either. I always, whenever you go to the, whenever you go to the restaurant and you go, hey, got to get a Coke and say, I'm sorry, we only have Pepsi. Would that be okay? I always want to go like, where the the fuck are we? Are we in Earth 2, Bizarro World? Where are we at? They contract that shit. You don't have Coke. They contract (laughs) it. They get get partnerships and agreements. When I worked at Pizza Hut, it was all Pepsi products oh. because Pepsi paid the most yeah. to get their you their, can always or, tell because they got that damn Mountain Dew or charged mm-hmm. the least yeah. Yep. yeah, I remember too there were people that were subcontracting Dr. Pepper so they wouldn't have Pepsi products they'd have Coke but because people like Dr. Pepper they'd yeah. say alright we'll pay Pepsi like a little cut kick up or something yeah. but then they started getting Pib on board yeah. as a counterbalance <laughs> thing so they don't you never see on tap RC Cola RC Cola never seen oh. shit like that on tap in a I've never seen I've had RC Cola but only in cans yeah I've done, maybe a bottle but well, I've never do they had even have like complimentary like what Sierra Mist or some shit to go with RC Cola? I don't think like, so. What's the Dr Pepper so. of RC? Uh, I don't know. I know. I don't so. think there is one. You never seen no shit like that. Mm-hmm. And now they have those freestyle Coke machines. They're I mean, you got like the, like the grocery store one, like the whatever the Safeway version of Coke is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is Cola. That? Cola, yeah, cola. yeah, just cola. Safeway yeah. Select cola. Like yeah. Repo Man beer. Safeway Select, yeah. yeah. Like Sam's Club cola. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam's Best cola. Right. That used to be a thing, though, I think. Like, I remember seeing that in Repo Man and then remembering back in the 80s and how they would just have those blue things with that weird, like, white, almost Helvetica, but a little more, like, Darcy Cola font. Can't... No, and they would just say, like, beer. Yeah. Oh, would just say yeah. Cereal. Yeah, that, that was when that, that was when that old Chris uh, Rock bit about about uh, rice. Yeah, yeah. well, they yeah. We used to sell those at, at Kroger's. They yeah. used to sell that at Kroger's. The uh, get the name of had that a name brand. for it. it. Did have a name. It had a name. It was uh, white box, black letters. Rice. Yeah, it was. It was. You get like the rice, and it would just it was it like, would like be a like blue a, box. It would be like a bag in Texas. It was like a bag with like a white thing on it, just said yeah. rice, beans. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you, you ask the rice, you are getting rice. Yeah, beans, rice. <laughs> you look at the back of the box for ingredients. It says, look at the front of the box. <laughs> yeah, cereal, <laughs> <laughs> cereal, shit like that. It had a name. They they called it something. Something food. It was it was lower than the cheap stuff. It was yeah. It was definitely at the bottom of the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> You know what the big oversight is on the freestyle Coke machine? I probably said this before, is because you can go into and add like vanilla to Coke or raspberry or all these flavors. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen that. No. Beer. Generic. Generic. That's what it's yeah. generic. That's oh, the word yeah. I'm looking for. But uh you can add all these flavors to your like you can add cherry vanilla to Coke. You can add <laughs> yeah. uh raspberry to Sprite. Yeah. But then when you go into the orange soda, the Fanta, you can't add vanilla to Fanta. I don't know. You can add other shit to Fanta, yeah, but you can't. Orange. Have they heard of a creamsicle? That's vanilla and orange. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a great combination, yeah. and it's a huge oversight. Whoever I don't think runs, I've ever seen a creamsicle Coke. No, a creamsicle soda. Creamsicle vanilla Coke might be the only thing. Close. Well, but they have but on the freestyle orange. Coke machines. They have vanilla in there because you can add it to Coke. Yeah, and they have orange soda. But when you yeah. pull up the orange soda, there's no option to get Make vanilla in it. You have to either just you do can make one. You orange gotta, and strawberry and shit. Finagle it. Yeah, you got to yeah. finagle it. But I, I, I just want a creamsicle soda. I mean, it's, I can, you can get cream soda. Yeah, I've never places, seen a creamsicle soda. But an orange vanilla soda, maybe they just, maybe I'm romanticizing creamsicles. I like creamsicles. They, were, I mean, they used to make a drink at this place we used to go to in um, San Antonio. It was, a, it was a creamsicle. It was basically an alcoholic creamsicle. Yeah. <laughs> got me coughing. Yeah. <laughs> orange and vanilla. It's that shit was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the freestyle Coke machine does not let you choose vanilla with orange. I don't know why with orange soda. You can choose vanilla with Sprite, which is awful sounding, but you can't yeah. get vanilla in an orange soda. <coughs> Whoever runs that, uh, the freestyle. If you're listening, just give me a call. I can. I Work can on that. Yeah. Just, all you gotta do is I just program the shit. Put There's vanilla cage, in there. Put some cage of sparkle in it. <laughs> put some cage, that's all you need. If they had cage of sparkle, I'd add it to Coke. The cage of sparkle of Coke would be creamsicle. Yeah, creamsicle. It's a secret. It's a secret that no one knows about. No one got to ask it. for it. Yeah, it's behind the counter. All right, we, we gotta wrap up because we're we're uh, we got shit to do tonight. Yeah, all and of us we're do. We're in an hour Indeed. right now. All right, you guys. Thanks so much. Come on back on Monday. We'll be here for you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing Remember, it to you. Remember, don't piss in bushes. That's no, the, that's that the takeaway from this story. Yeah, or just be white and do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Gronkowski. Well, you'll get away from it. Seven <laughs> white dudes, not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get away with it. You seven, boys. Seven wholesome, yeah. young, strapping men pissing in my yard. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> come, out with the, come out with the hose. Yeah. Get on out of here. Go yeah. On, go on and get. Go on. Yeah, get on out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys come on back, please. We'll be here for you guys on Monday. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. Hey, October, or October, August, April, whatever the month is, uh, June. April 25th, which is coming up in less than two weeks, my CD comes out. It's called Vintage. Uh, you can get it wherever you buy digital music. You can stream it where you stream digital music. And uh, at some point, I'll have physical copies available as well if you are old school like that. But please buy it. And if you want to do the pre-sale, it's on iTunes only, which will be, I think, the 18th. That seems to be the date, although I haven't had the official confirmation. But a week before the actual on-sale date is an iTunes pre-sale. There we go. So buy it that way, too. Please. Uh, May 19th and 20th, the DC Draft House, open for my man Rick Younger. You guys come on through and check that out. Also, uh, Baltimore, I'm coming to Magoobies, May uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th. 
What about Thursday, Friday, Saturdays? I believe it is May 4th, 5th, yeah. and 6th. So I'm sure I'll be pissing off some Trump voters. So you guys... You know, they're less vocal than they were a couple months ago. Come on out. You know, well... They've well, quieted down a they bit. Might quiet, they might ratchet back up because of the Syria thing, but then they'll yeah. get shouted down quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, they can take a joke a little better now than they could yeah. a couple months ago. I've noticed that. Yeah. You can kind of say, oh, yeah, is the Trump supporter. He sucks. And they'll be like, oh, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're right. He does. I still voted for him, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking morons anyway <laughs> come on back on Monday we'll be here for you guys we hope you enjoyed thank PD Steel for sitting in with us thank you so hope much and a uh, little here. shout out uh, you know Steelborn DC Instagram Twitter PD Steel Facebook and get ready motherfuckers in Denver I'm coming out May go. 3rd to May 11th oh, shit. I will be all around there we got some people in Denver yeah I'm gonna see Ariel Kaplan and uh yeah. we got no uh, uh, and Greg, the Gregs if you're all the out there, there. Yeah. James and Pepper, Pepper. Yeah, I will be out there come out I'll let y'all know be it but hit me up if you're in Denver yeah there we go alright people come on back on Monday we'll be here for you guys that is it I'm Randolph Terrence I'm Andy Klein Beauty Steel we got three guys on we are out no pissing in bushes passion